It's a rainy day. I'm wearing sweatpants. My colleague, my dear, dear, dear colleague, Chaiko Omawale. That's Chaiko on Twitter. She is wearing sweatpants and a flannel. I'm wearing a raincoat and some pajama <laughs> bottoms. <laughs> it's raining. We're, we've been luxuriating in the rain all day. The best outfit ever. Mm. I feel so like in my element when I'm just dressed bummy. <laughs> That's what I said yesterday. I'm wearing the same outfit from yesterday. <laughs> oh, God. And I woke up this morning. I was like, I feel great. And then my boyfriend looked at me and he was just like <laughs> shaking his head like, what is wrong with you? <sighs> anyway, I'm posting a bunch of photos of my dog and me in raincoats. I can't get enough. I got to clean this stuff out his eye. I did it yesterday. I love doing this. It's so gross and it's so satisfying. It's disgusting. I told Abraham to call. I saw. He had his his Facebook post that he had actually was what started me being really, really sort of sad and upset about everything because he posted this thing <clears throat> saying how he decided not to undelete any of his white friends who were saying racist things about Ferguson because he wanted, you know, they're part of his life and people he grew up with and you know he was leaving it there so that everybody could see but yeah and and i just read all the responses to his comments about ferguson and it was just like he had friends that were just saying the most ignorant shit like it's not a why do we always have to bring race into this or you know if he just listened to the cops like just straight up like look he said things. he tried to call i don't think it's working because the phone isn't ringing Hello? Ebs. <laughs> We're calling you. <laughs> it's Chelsea and Chaika. We're calling you because the phone system's jammed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I noticed that. Uh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Where is he trying to go? My dog keeps walking over all our equipment. Um, so tell us everything. <laughs> Ebs, well, I was just telling Chelsea that your Facebook post, that one where you were like, you're not deleting any of your white friends that say racist things, was sort of what set me in this whole like. Wait, uh, sorry, catch oh. me up. You, you, first of all, you know you're on a podcast, right? Yeah, I, I, I do know that I'm on a okay. podcast. I do. I'm so, aware of that. So we're talking about a variety of things, including, um, wearing pajamas all day <laughs> <laughs> the, awesome. the rain and ferguson so chico wait what are you saying so you posted on facebook that you're not going to unfriend white people that say racist things basically i have a lot of um sort of like country white folks that are friends with me and how did you meet these country white folks <laughs> For being a country black, no, for being uh, <laughs> in upstate New York once upon a time. Mm. And wait, and back up just so that the listener knows who you are. Like, what is your, uh, what do you do? What's your job? Right, ne right now, I have a very, very, very adult job. <laughs> I, work, I work for the city of New York. Oh, I thought you were like doing some sort of political work. Is that something of the past? No, no, this is political. I'm doing like, you know, you know political stuff where you go out and talk. I work for the city's department of environmental protection. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I are like, we have no idea what that means. I love the environment. 
wait so i heard my brother was telling me something like during like racial news stories i forget if it was a specific one but that's when facebook has the highest unfriending rate where people start posting their opinions alienating each other and unfriending each other (laughs) which i thought was interesting there's a difference of opinion amongst people right some people say that you should make a facebook feed that reflects your viewer your people Mm-hmm. And you should start weeding out, you know, schmucks and 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 idiots and assholes. Mm-hmm. And then there's another theory, where and that which, which I prescribe to, which is that your Facebook feed should be like your actual real weird odd community, mm-hmm. and it should reflect the, the the oddness and the the reality of all the strange people that you've come across. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm torn between the two. I like to, I do feel somewhere within me that the idea of democracy is that you actually face all the different opinions that different people have, even if you don't like them. But then another thing I feel is like when it comes to social media, I'm like, this isn't democracy. This is just my stupid (laughs) Facebook page or my stupid Twitter. And if someone's annoying me, I don't want to hear it, you know? So but a lot of times I want to actually see it. Like I have some crazy, some crazy dudes up on there that are like, (laughs) like literally like they would probably shoot Obama if they had a chance. Right. And, and, um, and I like played football with them and I like, you know, used to spend a lot of time with these guys. And I'm like, wow, you know, look at that. So I kind of want my other friends, like the Chicos of the world to see these friends to be like, yo, so when you're like these, this is the enemy kind of thing. But the real question I had was like, why are white men so angry? about Ferguson. They have nothing to be angry about. Nothing. It's interesting. Uh, I think that people, I I can't speak for white men necessarily, but <laughs> we could call my dad, but you know, he's a criminal defense attorney retired, but he always is on the opposite side of things. So, well, I, I think that, um, I think that people who see the police and maybe have the luxury of seeing the police as, um, being of service and being people who protect and serve. If you have that luxury to feel that way and people start attacking them, you go, Hey, these guys are putting their lives on the line every day and you're then attacking them, you know, or it's like, I think people think like, (laughs) what if I start really feeling what I'm saying? (laughs) But, you know, I think that people believe like if you take away the law, which for many communities with higher death rates and things like that, you already don't believe in the law in the same way. But, you know, I think that people who live in safe, happy communities and feel like the the law is on their side, then if you take that away, then there's just chaos, the idea of chaos. So I think that... And, you- then, and, and that's why, Chelsea, I think Brooklyn and just secede from the union. I think <laughs> California should secede from the union. I think the experiment is over. And but, we that's, break it up. but that's against what you were saying about Facebook, right? Because then you no longer are interacting with all the different, you know, strange totally minds. That's a great point. And I have some <laughs> friends that live in like Australia. And I'm still friends. Yeah. I mean, but what's here's what's interesting to me, right? Like you have your football player friends that maybe you bonded with and felt close to on the field. And you had a certain kind of fraternity with them playing alongside them. And maybe you understand each other, like what an injury is like or this or that. And then this other area, you have a total disconnect. Does that erase 
the connection that you felt in the world of being on the same team? Ninety percent of the football players I played with, I didn't like. Oh, <laughs> even at the time. Back in those days, I think most of my friends were soccer players because they were kind of cooler and more mm-hmm. weird, and more, more international. Like Correct. Yeah. But, I mean, I had—I'll tell you straight up—I had football players on my team that came to college football that had swastika tattooed on their body. Damn. And they told me in their own words, they said. I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? They said, oh, I want to be a New York City police officer so I can go thump some heads. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just saying. So those are the, I'm just saying. I mean, here's my question. Is there any vetting of the emotional state or the, the <laughs> politics cops? of cops? No, I bet not. There has to be. I don't know. There are some crazy people. I, yeah, I don't think so. I think they want the crazy dudes. They want some dude that's going to run up into a building with a gun after some other dude with a gun. That's crazy. I don't know. You know that? I think when people are that obvious about their racism doesn't scare me as much as the people who I feel like I'm like, oh, we're friends. You're nice. Like you like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Chelsea. No. But like people who like, I- like, no, like who are nice and who you like. For me, this is how I imagine it. I open myself up. I let you in. And then something happens. And then you show me how uncompassionate you are, like how you lack the ability to see like my people, black folks as actual people like that to me hurts worse than somebody who's like, I don't like you because you're black. Because it's just like, I, I don't know, I feel like racism today, it's so much harder to deal with the stuff that's not obvious. I, I feel like, look, hashtag black lives matter <laughs> but here's here's what i'll say that i i do think is a challenge for the white person and every every race of peoples has their own challenges i think that you know race has become something in which white people are you know like if you if you speak about ferguson you're being side-eyed and judged no matter what you say. That's if, not true. Uh, frequently, I well, no, it's not true what, no matter what you say. But I've seen, like, the night of the, you know, they n- announced there was going to be no indictment. I saw a lot of tweets being like, uh, celebrities, shut up. No one cares. Or people would tweet this to me. No one cares about your opinion, blah, blah, blah. And then you'd see other people tweeting like, oh, those who haven't said anything about Ferguson, your silence is bullshit. Duh, 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 duh. And so it's like, I feel like on both sides, people are like, don't say shit. And then if you say something, it's like, you know, or then if you don't say something, it's like, you, why are you quiet about this? And it's like, I don't know. I feel like part of the problem is social media. Like I, I had to get out of Twitter because my main point that I got across that night, which I was like, which I think is important is that to me, the idea of objectivity is part of the issue is like the idea that teachers and judges and cops and journalists are objective is ridiculous. And I've been thinking about it a lot lately where I'm like, I think even journalists should say their likes and dislikes where they grew up. What, what, you know, what town did they grow up in? You know, like, I don't know. I think it's like this idea that you're just reading an objective voice when you're reading something written by an individual, you know? And I think that the only journalists that do that are sports journalists. Hmm. They'll be like, I love the Patriots. And then they talk, you know, and then they're recording it, you know, we should all be like sports journalists. Yeah, I just think like I think that part of the 
like, you know, I, my mom was a teacher and she always talked about how standardized testing fails students. And, yeah. you know, my dad was a criminal defense attorney. So I feel like I, I grew up with some degree of like a sense of the system fails people. And, you know, possibly growing up in the Bay Area in Oakland, that was also part of a dialogue that was going on. But like some people don't, I think, think of things as um, as flawed. Like that's that's the uh, so if your starting point is that you think things are working, then it's just going to be a pointless conversation. Well, so, okay, there's this guy that on Ibrahim's feed is saying on the one hand, hey, you know, it's the government against the people, but it's not about race. So you can even still find people who are like, yes, the system's flawed. Yes, the government is, you know, not great, but still within that. And this is a white guy, of course, not be able to just own up to the fact that racism is like a part of the fabric of America and that it's possible that a cop could look at another person who's black and not see the full humanity of that person and thus act in a way that is like, you know, awful. And that to me is what's the most interesting thing. It's like, even when people can like admit like, yes, we believe there's racism in this country, but then not see where they themselves are being racist or like looking, yeah, just being racist, I guess. But that's, that's wishful thinking. I think, Chaco. I think those people like genuinely, they really, really, really don't want it to be the way it is. And they're, and they feel they're over the guilt. They feel like some kind of thing, but they feel bad about it, but they don't want to actually admit it. And they actually think, I think the better part of them wants to think that it's actually equal. And like to well, Chelsea's yeah. point, like they want to think that it actually works and they haven't really actually dealt with the person on an intimate level that it doesn't work. So maybe, you know, this is, those are the good people. Those are the people that we want to engage that have that sort of, um, sort of that angst about it and that are willing to engage about it. And that's why I want to keep my feet open because those are people that I think, you know, if we're going to go forward, their kids are going to be hanging out with my kids. You know, I want them to, as we start to all develop and mature, I think it's going to be more interesting in the future. I'm I'm generally a hopeful person in general. Uh, I don't know. This is like, I just want to stay home all the time in we my should. pajamas Let's and never it. interface with anyone. <laughs> <sighs> um. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else to discuss or should we start taking <laughs> some calls? Ibrahim, anything I will, I will, else? I will, I will say, I'll say real quick that the, the side conversation, so... The people who were saying stuff that I like was like, wait a second, I actually like this person. I saw my Facebook feed. They're saying mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, wow, you're you're saying something that's totally like you're totally an asshole right now. Mm-hmm. So when they would say something that was totally off the wall, I would send them a Facebook, a direct message to Facebook and be like, yo, listen, this is what I mean. It was more like, listen, I, I get that you're a human being and I want to acknowledge you. Yeah. You need to you need to effing like pay attention for a second and just for a moment, just put like just stop talking. And that, to me, is the biggest thing. It's interesting like, to reckon, take him. Um, it's right, to, if, it's if like the, a race moment. Just stop talking about it and just listen to people. It's interesting that. Um, well, first of all, I feel like if you just listen, then you're a passive, disinterested white person. It's a tricky thing. It is. <laughs> it is tricky. And like, I feel like black people don't want to acknowledge that it is challenging if you're they white. It's, 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 it's challenging to involve yourself in a dialogue because there's there's essentially you're told there's no place for you in it in, uh, in many ways. I know what you're talking about, Chelsea, but I also think that that's not always the it's case. It's not always. I like, said, you know, it, it's frequent. 
I, I mean, I don't know the proportion, but I what, do Let know. me ask you this. What mental state are you reading white people on Facebook in, at the I, time of Ferguson? Oh, total anger. Total, I, like, however, well, you're coming into it no, with no, a no. total as, assumption that they're going to say something you hate. No, 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 no. I'm angry when I I'm reading my it. Feet, my feet is going to actually say stuff that's, like, super dope. I'm like, I, I know some really fly-ass white folks that are right, right. really, like, yeah, badass. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm angry when I'm reading Facebook. But what about but someone you don't know? If you're just seeing race, are you going to it with an open heart? Like this person is going to say something as a human being that is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or are you going, what's this white person going to say? I mean, I will be honest. A lot of the time I'm side eyeing white people because unless I know the context of where you're coming from, I usually am going to assume that you're being ignorant. And while I know in a Zen perfect world, we should all, you know, allow people, but on an emotional level, apology like accepted. No, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> Imagine if all your fucking life, that's what you're going through. Like you would feel the same way too. You would side eye. You would totally side eye someone else. If it was like it's something that you just kept hearing all your life from a certain group of people you wouldn't just I have experienced that in different ways but I can never understand what it's like to (laughs) To be be you (laughs) (laughs) oh god I don't know guys maybe we'll figure it out if we just keep talking (laughs) (laughs) or just sound more and more ridiculous but let's talk about Palestine (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that is definitely a subject matter that I feel so uncomfortable talking about I have no knowledge about it so I just this is the problem too is like I have no knowledge about so many things were you, were you joking about Palestine yeah I'm joking because it's like that's, Ibrahim will go, will go really? on it Ibrahim knows lots of things you're like um, just putting out a feeler do you want let's, let's, let's um, you know take a a, a right turn here and do you, do you still go <laughs> dancing a lot Ibrahim <laughs> my dance parties are with my three year old and one year old son that's what it's relegated to no you go out still Ibrahim you don't go out anymore I don't. you don't I see don't the do crew anything. anymore Ibrahim for everybody and I used to host a party with some of our other friends um, Tyler and Dustin and Carl Injex in New York City we had the most fun dance parties ever Chelsea, do you used to come to of, them? It was kind of the shit. How do you even ask me that? It's so insulting. You know that I was... <laughs> I mean, I wish I could undo my attendance at every single one I went to. Uh, I was in a different headspace back in New York City uh, in those days. Oh, God. All right. Well, I guess we should take some calls. Um, Listen, great catching up with you. I See, here's another thing. I was going to say, I'll see you on Facebook. I almost never go on Facebook because I have to say, like, I think I've said it before, but I know Facebook is this huge thing and I definitely have my account there and sometimes I mess around on it. But like, I find that people seem a little more crazy on there. Uh, I oh, think really? Mulaney was doing a joke about it on on Kimmel, actually, like how it's just like when you have no limit on how much you can say how on oh. Facebook, like people just wind <laughs> up saying crazy shit, whereas Twitter, at least you have that character limit. Anyway, um, I'll see you on Facebook, hun. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm yes. all there. All about it. OK, cool. Bye, Ebs. Bye. Peace, y'all.
<laughs> call from. Hello? <gasps> Hello? <laughs> yes. Holy cow. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm literally in a dark nursery right now. I, a oh dark what? A nursery. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, oh, you really can't hear us on this end. Oh you can't? Good morning. Yeah, no, I can. Good morning. <laughs> I've always wondered how I'd react if I ever called in, and I guess I'm doing, I'm one of those people that are going to freak out. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Is Psycho there? I'm here. Hi. <laughs> I back your movie. I hope everything's going well. It is. Thank you. Oh, that's so exciting. So what are you guys talking about? You need about? some of the things. <laughs> you need some of the things. You need some of the things. Oh, Hold on. Wait. So what you're really doing, Chelsea? You just making podcasts? Because I want to hear these So things. what you're doing, oh, Chelsea? You no. just making podcasts? <laughs> so what you're doing, Chelsea? You just making podcasts? Oh, uh, God. What exactly. is this sound effect? I know, right? Ow. Oh, wow. What's that? My dog is putting his little paws on me. Why are you doing that? Oh, I can't honestly take how cute he is. It's like just too much. Do you ever want to make oh, out I with can't your dog? Imagine. I just saw your. Is he in his raincoat still? <laughs> Sometimes. Do you ever raining? kiss? Do you I, ever kiss Ricky on I the lips? Do. <laughs> I'm turning into such a disgusting dog person. I love the smell of my dog. I kiss my dog on the mouth. Isn't that weird? I love my dog smell too, but we also have not stinky dogs, or at least I don't. Chelsea's <laughs> always dissing on my poor little dog. <laughs> well, you always say he's stinky. Yeah, but in a uh -oh. good way. <laughs> My dog's a survivor. <laughs> I'm a survivor. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to make it. I'm a <laughs> so are you enjoying the rain? Are you in a rainy climate? Are you thinking about I America? Did you have a Thanksgiving am, tale? Ooh, keep going. That's it. I am actually in, if you have talked about this yet, I live in St. Louis, <gasps> which is right by Ferguson. Adjacent. <laughs> Did you have any weird discussions about it at Thanksgiving dinner? Quite a few. Ooh. And it came up a lot. <laughs> what happened? Everybody, well, you try to stay quiet, especially when some of them are kind of, <laughs> they're on one end and you're on the other end and you're trying to not step on any toes. Right. But I don't know. It's, it's such an interesting, it's such a weird topic here because nobody really wants to talk about it, but then everybody wants to talk about it at the same time. Right. Wow. It's so strange. I don't really know how to explain it. It must be a lot of like secret conversations between like my parties. Oh yeah, parties. definitely. You know, my dog is licking I my mean, toes. Then, uh oh. Wait, do you have two dogs in right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's moved oh, okay. locations. Um, <laughs> well. So yeah, I know it's, it's, it's insane. I don't even know how to explain it. Especially, I don't even know what they're showing on the news where everybody else is, but I mean, there have been riots in the malls. They're closing malls down on Black Friday. I mean, ugh. Targets. Can I say Target on here? <laughs> Didn't someone get shot in a Nordstrom? I don't know. I don't know, did they? <laughs> Are you making that up, Chelsea? <laughs> no, I swear to God, as someone was like telling me someone got shot in a Nordstrom. 
which is just such against their brand. Down in Nordstrom. Oh, well, this is really hard. I, I always hear people, and you say it too, that it's hard because we talk over to each other all the time. I now know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, I know that they closed the Nordstrom down at uh, one of the malls here. Yes. What, what, what's today? Sunday? On Friday. On Black Friday. Because they were all on the floors and they were, apparently they call it a mass diet, which I'd never uh, heard yeah. of before until, until yeah, that I've day. That. I've seen photos. Yeah, so, they were all on the ground and banging their hands. And I don't know, it was really exciting. I'm like, I kind of want to be a part of it and just go there and see what it's like. But they had closed it down by the time everything got exciting. <laughs> um, Wait, I keep wanting to say something and then forgetting what it is. Oh, yeah. I was listening one time as, I, as happens. You know, when you're on a road trip, I, for a long story, I mostly listen to the radio in my car. It's ridiculous. But anyway. Uh-huh. I wind up on road trips. Mostly I can only listen to religious stations. That's what has like the most consistent reception. But I think it's very interesting to listen to super Christian radio and evangelical radio. Uh And um, one time it was like an advice thing for Christians. And this woman was calling in. I don't know the specific denomination Um, but this woman was calling in, she was like, I'm born again and I have to go home for the holidays and some of my family isn't and they make fun of me and they don't understand it and they don't accept me and what should I do? And the person who was giving advice, I was honestly, I just thought it was so interesting. I was so surprised by her advice. She was like, you know what? We have that in my family too. And you know what I do? I just love on them even more, just love on them even more. And I was like, that is, you know, that's a great attitude. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that really brings to this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I started well, I looking at Twitter. Right now, that had something, but, there was yeah. some sort of connection to it, though. It's just, uh, well, I guess it just depends on your approach. Are you a revolutionary like Chico or, <laughs> or do you love all people like Christians? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess it's kind of in the middle. I mean... I'm, I'm literally in a church right now. When I said I'm in a dark nursery, I work here as a janitor. At wow. So I know. Yeah, what do you, I, wait, hold up. I mean, as a mother of five children, what are you doing in the nursery if you're a janitor? Well, we have to clean the diapers up. So, yeah, that's my job. But they let any old janitor hours. into the nursery? Do they what? They let any old, there's no children in there. Is that what it is? Oh, no, 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 no. Everybody's gone right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like 8 o'clock yeah. in St. Louis now, I think. <sighs> okay. Yep, I think. Is it exactly 8 o'clock? Yeah, exactly I like 8 o'clock. your voice. Yeah, so I, I always, like his voice. I, I it reminds me of somebody. And clean everything, mop. It's not very fun. Yeah. But back to the... Keeps you I mean, yeah, I guess I've always just kind of been in the middle because, I mean, I guess I consider myself a revolutionary. Maybe is that a right way of saying that? Doesn't it? I think that's I actually know. a direct quote from Malcolm X. <laughs> 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 it's funny. I guess I consider myself a revolutionary. Maybe, kind of. That was the pull quote on the front of the the um, paperback, <laughs> the paperback of the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that's why Thanksgiving was kind of weird because I mean I have a bunch of conservative. We've all grown up in the church and yeah. lots of Southern people too. So, I mean, they're, a lot of them are kind of in the middle, but at the same time, you'll have one or two that are just, they're so not even wanting to listen to the other side of things. And they're just like, oh, everybody's being violent. But if you really come here and just, I mean, my sister, she's kind of a journalist and she went out and 
interviewed a bunch of the protesters. Mm-hmm. Everybody is really peaceful. It's just this little handful of people that are being super violent. And then they're the ones that get shown everywhere. So, But there's got to be people in the church who are like, oh, this young man was shot and there's no trial. Like, there's got to be people who, as Christians, feel for all sides, right? Feel- yeah, no. and, I, and I think that's definitely most like my actual close closeness. We definitely all feel that way. And then there, I mean, a lot of them, they're very, I, I know like my dad, my dad's a minister and he was one of the first people when it first happened in August and everything, he went out there and was praying with everybody and all this kind of stuff. And there's definitely a lot of people out here that they're, they're not trying to pick sides. Actually, there was this really cool quote. I don't know if they showed this on the news either, but um, on Grand Street here, it's this really kind of local street, big booming everything now and they uh, looted a bunch of the stuff there on when they announced the trial stuff and they all the stores had boarded up everything up and now all these local artists are painting everything on the boards and one of them said oh, what did it say it said like stop choosing sides and turn off your tv and i think we're it's just getting to the point where i think we always do that and i think it's kind of getting to that but if you turn off your TV, how do you get information? Maybe they're trying to, you know. I don't know. It's it's such a strange because it, it's like we we don't want to feed into it to just make sure that we're we're fueling the fire to make sure these TV people get ratings. But then yeah, you're right. How the heck are we supposed to know? Well, I did think it was disgusting that they had a split screen between the crowd outside and that. <laughs> I forget that guy's name. The guy who was giving the the information about how there was going to be no indictment. Oh yeah, no, that the prosecutor. Was, I mean, did you watch that when it was on? No, I was watching it on Twitter unfold, but I didn't watch the uh, yeah the video. When the prosecutor was talking. Things finally started. Everybody's kind of listening. They'll show somebody crying, and then all of a sudden they'll see fire. But the best part was, I mean, actually, it's, I shouldn't say it's the best part, but it was when Obama went up there, and then he's talking about like all these great things. It's time to let's be peaceful and everything. And then that's when police cars are catching on fire, and there's windows being broken, and clearly they just they had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Have you seen, uh, has anybody seen the new Hunger Games? <laughs> No, yeah, no. Exactly. You did you see it? Because that is such an interesting movie to like. Just try and place it on what's happening now. I know because I mean they obviously don't know. I'm definitely not pointing fingers. It's just it's it's such a weird thing because they can't be watching two things at once. But it was just it was so I I guess ironic is an okay word to say. Just seeing both of them at the same time, and we're hearing the president say to be peaceful and let's. Let's make this a, a time when we can make change for everything. Mm-hmm. And then the few people start going crazy and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reunited with my sound effects and it feels so. What was that? I've never heard that one. <laughs> it's a crowd booing. Oh, uh, of course. Ah, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thank you for your call and good luck in St. Louis. Thank Bye. you. I'm so glad. Oh, I have to say, one of the greats really is one of the greats, and you're one of the greats. <laughs> Thank you. Call from Emma. Emma, hello. You're on with Chelsea Peretti, as well as Chico Omawale. <laughs> Hi. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I got through. <laughs> um, 
Oh, uh, what are you guys doing? We're talking about ah. we're wearing PJs and sweats. We're petting. <laughs> uh, welcome to the party. We're petting Thanks. dogs. We're talking about race relations. We're talking about the <laughs> rain. We're talking about Thanksgiving. We didn't really actually talk about Thanksgiving, but I know I want to hear some stories of like weird dinner, like family dynamics on Thanksgiving. Um, um, I guess I have that. My sister is adopted. Mm. She's from Honduras. So mm. that's my family unit. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I had a question about Thanksgiving. I was yes. talking to my boyfriend and do you think mac and cheese counts as a Thanksgiving dish? Yes. Yes. Oh, by the way, I totally agree with you that mac and cheese, the best mac and cheese is better than the best pizza. So Thank you. Totally Thank you. you yeah, I think, <laughs> well, I also think that frequently mac and cheese is better than pizza in most places. Agreed. I don't know. They both vary all the time. I don't even stand by any of my opinions anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I can't believe I got through I'm such a big fan Chelsea and Chico I was so excited that you were going to be on the podcast so I had to try and call oh thank you um we uh we had a talent show for Thanksgiving (laughs) and my family we failed I think Chelsea and it was pretty cool were your um nephews there those silly billies (laughs) they were they were so cute i bought a bunch of um trophies and we had a family talent show and everyone got different trophies one of the awards was man of the millennium (laughs) (laughs) and chico won one woman of the millennium a woman of the millennium oh yeah yeah so it was (laughs) me and chico participated in a dance routine (laughs) to backstreet boys shout out to yasser lester um and we had a really great entrance my brother's wife was a participant and then my nephews joined in at the end we had zero choreography (laughs) and barely audible music so it was a real hit uh my brother-in-law described it as the most cringy performance (laughs) of the night so oh no i'm sure it was awesome because you had practice from brooklyn 99 right yeah but you know when you do it for your job it feels like when you're having fun just put in no effort you know (laughs) and so that's what i did i didn't want to intimidate anyone (laughs) show off your full skills Mm -hmm. um i wondered since um you had a dog that you rescued if you watched the dog show on Thanksgiving. No, what was it? Um, it's all sponsored by Purina and Petco, and it's the cutest thing ever. They break them into seven different groups, and then they judge um, the dogs, and they, like, they groom them into all these funny things, like poodles have, like, fluffy, fluffy ends to their tails, and... Um, golden retrievers have just the cutest face so it it was really cute and fun so i thought you should check it out because it they do like funny commercials with dogs too and it breaks i love dogs i know i love dogs too (laughs) (laughs) 
They're all so cute. And they have a toy group where it's all like miniature dogs. It's the cutest thing. Were there any schnauzers? Oh, sorry. What did you say? Were there any schnauzers? Um, Yeah, there were. They showed one and he um, was second place in his group. Did he bite Um, all (laughs) Checo's friends? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Do you think if a dog bites people a bunch of times, it should be put down? (laughs) You know, this is a really sensitive, sensitive topic. (laughs) My dog bites people because he's had a very hard life and I rescued him and he's 11. Chelsea's rolling her eyes. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. And unlike trying our to dog, think of my dog has parallels. a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're just, you but, know, trying to give him a happy okay. rest of his life. Were you into Naomi Campbell? Oh, In God, the, yes. Me too. I thought she was so gorgeous. I was obsessed with all those models. Since someone was like, that's who white people think is pretty as black people. And I was like, no, she. I'm pretty sure she's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, she is. Anyway. <laughs> um... So, but no, to answer your question, I don't think dogs should be put down if they bite people because sometimes they just make one mistake and then they're seen as these evil beings. And but then if they're biting people, I don't know, man, I don't want to get that, I don't want to say anything disrespectful. My dog has bitten about 10 of our friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, but I will say we tell them not to pet him, and then they pet him (laughs) and they get bitten. Well, it's so hard not to pet a dog. He's very, very cute, but now he's on meds, so oh. and he's going to go see a psychiatrist, and we're hoping that that will uh, see how much of a dog crazy person I'm becoming. My mom just rolls her <laughs> eyes when I say that he's on meds, but maybe this time next year, Ricky will be well adjusted. Does anyone take the same meds as their dog? I thought Give about us it, a call. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think I did hear that there's like a Zoloft for dogs. Like, I don't know what it's called, but it's like for depression and dogs. They take, my dog was prescribed Prozac first, and then now he's taking Chloracom, which is anti-anxiety. Oh, God. Wow. Anyway, we got to (laughs) go. We got to take another call. Is there anything else you want to say before um, I savagely clear the line? Um, I just wanted to say that um, I am such a huge fan and I can't believe I got to and I would eat blue cheese with honey on Fig Newtons. You said that a long time ago and I wanted to tell you they're delicious. Oh, you tried it? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Oh, that sounds good, right? I I don't even remember if I ever tried it or not, but uh, that's good. Okay, cool. Thank you. Bye. 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 I can't. Alexi. Hello. Hi, Chelsea. Hey. It's, um, I'll just say my name, but you probably know who that is. Uh, so Chico's there, right? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Can I give a Jamaican food food test? Oh, yes. yes. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect timing. Things are getting so weird. <laughs> and fucking, <laughs> I think the last 30 calls are going to get cut from the podcast. But yes, um, Jamaican food test sounds delightful. Okay. Um, cocoa bread. No Ye- patty. Just the cocoa bread. Yes. Are you Jamaican? I'm half Jamaican. Oh. <laughs> yes. Cocoa bread. Um, no. There's <gasps> a patty in there. No, the I don't like patties. 
You don't like patties? No, I hate the beef. It tastes nasty. <laughs> chicken patties. Chicken patties. I hate all. Patties. I don't like any patties about- unless they're gluten free, which they don't have in Jamaica. Therefore, I don't like any patties. Okay. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> but if it was gluten free, you would like it. Maybe if it was gluten free and if the beef, you know what I don't like. Have you had patties before? Oh, you had last time we went for yeah. for birthday thing. I just think the meat inside tastes slimy. And it's, it's like gross. stewy. I like stew, but that meat, ugh, I just don't like it. Mm. Next, uh, guava <laughs> cheese. Love Good. it. You like? You've tasted it? Yes. Guava yes. juice. Guava cheese. Oh, guava cheese. I thought you said juice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking about like guava kombucha. <laughs> it's delicious. Um, what is guava cheese? It's like a jelly-like thing made from guava. It's good. You eat I it love with guava. Like, yeah, I don't know why they call it cheese though, because it's not dairy at all. Mm, okay, but it's good. I'm on yeah, board with it. In, you can find mm. in bodegas too, and it's just like, but it's, it's just called paste, but in Spanish. Um, um, so I don't know why we call it cheese in English, but. Yes, good. So yes, that's correct. Correct. Okay, good. Okay, here's a test to Wait, see how Jamaican done. you are. I want to give him a Jamaican test. <laughs> you have to do it after he's done. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll take. A, I'll take a Jamaican test. Right. Okay. Do you eat pear for breakfast on Sunday? And you will know what kind of pear I'm talking about if you're really from Jamaica. <laughs> Andrew, um, if I was gonna have a Sunday breakfast, no, I'd have porridge. Oh, but what pear am I referring referring to though? I don't know. He tried like to do a porridge sidestep. <laughs> it's okay, I do that too. I try and uh <laughs> <laughs> It's avocado. We call avocados pears in Jamaica. And you have it on Sunday in specific? No, they have it breakfast all the time, but like Sunday breakfast is usually bigger and like, you know, with mm. lots more food. Much like a Sunday brunch. Kind of. Alexi, I have a play uh, I, cousin called Alexi, but it's not you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to have ackee. I love ackee and saltfish. Um, I had that I recently. Yeah. Swordfish. Swordfish. Not yeah, saltfish. 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 Yeah, saltfish. Cod. Uh, I can't eat it anywhere. Oh, so I just, yeah. That sucks for you. I thought it was a. I thought it was like an egg substitute. Nah. This is like a food test with two people with hell of allergies, <laughs> <laughs> and you just both keep saying you can't eat anything. <laughs> it's kind of killing the flow. <clears throat> uh, did Did you have another Jamaican test for me, or should I go on to the other? Food? No, you can continue. See what okay, uh, um, you know. What why don't you ask Chelsea? See what good of a friend she is. She's supposedly one of my closest closest friends. Let's see how much she knows about Jamaica. I know nothing. You don't. I barely feel like you do. I don't. <laughs> but we didn't have to announce that. <laughs> uh, um, breadfruit. Mm, yes, roasted breadfruit. No. Yeah, he said no. Wait, is is breadfruit the thing that smells like rotten? No, that's durian in Thailand. Oh. Okay. What uh, about? Jerk. Dumpling. Dumpling? Um, fried, fried dumpling. Fried dumpling. Yes. Yes. And what about Callaloo? Yeah, but it's just, it tastes just like spinach. And I like spinach. Okay. I'm half-half with Callaloo. <laughs> <laughs> 
you'll find it in a, if you ever try a veggie patty. If you ever find a gluten-free veggie patty, you'll probably find calories in it. Exactly. Well, Alexi, it was nice chatting with you. Okay. What's your favorite hot sauce? <laughs> my favorite, my favorite hot sauce. Yeah. Scotch bonnet. Um, mambo sauce in DC. Hmm. I mean, it's kind of spicy. It's not super spicy, but probably my favorite. Never had it. Okay. It's, a, it's like a DMV thing, like a DMV, like you know, a DC Maryland Virginia thing. So. I really like yeah. Frank's, and I like Tabasco, the the green one. Um, the what is it? It's not jalapeno, is it? The green Tabasco. It's so good. And then Frank's Red Hot. But then Frank's. Each time I keep buying it, it just keeps like turning a weird color and like almost looking like it's gone off. Anyway, bye. Thanks, Alexi. Bye. 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 Call from. <laughs> I just had a panic that he didn't say Alexi. Who is this? Hello, it's Celine. Hi. Oh my god! I okay. It's so gay to say. I can't believe I got to, but I really can't believe it. What's up? <laughs> Did you just say so gay to say? I mean, I just feel like I hate when people say it, but then like it's so surreal to be on the phone with you. But like you say, gay is a negative word. Sorry, I really harbor no ill to gay people. It's just like kind of a word. Ninety percent of my listeners now probably already hate you. They're all, uh, I'm they're really all sorry to all of gay you guys. lords. I love you all. <laughs> I question my sexuality, but yeah, it's like not a bad thing. You question your own sexuality? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I said that on air, but you know, we're just, it's, it's 2014, uh, there's a spectrum, whatever. Yeah, totally. Okay. What's up? Like, what are you talking about? You're, you said America? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> uh, about America? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think so far? Um, is this like about Ferguson or just our country as a whole? Our country. It's cool, I guess. I just went to Europe this summer, not to brag, but it was like better <laughs> than the U.S., I think. You do? But also, we have freedom and it's like... Hella first world and you can have free water and stuff so that's nice yeah if you had to give America a grade you know like 1 to 10 what would you give it like in terms of what like being a world power or like being a good place to live <laughs> what was this what was the number the number no I mean like what are we grading America on? <laughs> You're just supposed to give it a number like one through ten. What is America? Do you think it's like if America walked by you on the street, would you be like, that's a ten? Um, yeah, I guess I would have to say a ten. Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I know it's shitty, but it's so much better than other places in the world. Mm. Maybe just in economic terms, but. Mm. I feel like I have a lot of freedoms that have been afforded to me from living in America. Mm, well, I don't know, what would you grade it? It's an interesting question. Let me think about it. <laughs> Call from Holly. Holly, what number would you give America on a rating system of one to ten? Um, a seven. Okay. Okay. What what are things that America needs to work on? 
Oh, a lot of things. I'm Canadian, so. Mm. <laughs> oh, what I, do you give Canada? I don't know. I don't want to talk about America. Typical Canadian, burying your head in the sand. <laughs> I think I'm better than America. <laughs> you know, here, this is a democracy, and we talk through our feelings, and we don't avoid conflict. We dive head in, you know? Uh, I avoid conflict because it's scary. <laughs> like, I don't want to talk about the Ferguson thing because it scares me that everybody's going to, like, think I did something stupid. Or... Everyone's afraid of uh, saying something stupid. I am too, though. I get it. You can get hella yeah. attacked by uh, social media if you happen to say something that doesn't make sense or sounds ignorant yeah. or isn't well thought out. Like, watch this. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out from Instagram if Molly Mall and Nikki Baby are back together. It seems like they are. Who are they? Who are those people? <laughs> Listen, don't worry about it. Your rating of a seven is on the record now. And if you ever come into America, it's going to be come up in your passport. <laughs> I'm banned from America forever. You could be. Call from. Hello. This is this is it. This is this is happening. Yeah. My lips are chapped. Your lips are chapped. Yeah, they're they're real chapped right now. Mm, I honestly feel like nothing works for chapped lips. I would have to agree. I feel like every time I put chapstick on, it all it does is like just makes you feel better, but not like physically, just like spiritually. Just mentally, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I sometimes I put Egyptian magic on there, but Egyptian magic. Yeah, you can get it at Costco. I, you might know me as a person who's been tweeting at you like a crazy person about a snake. Oh, what is your story? Yeah, I, I've been evaluating whether I need to mute you. <laughs> <laughs> because was, you've sent so many tweets and they're so, so kooky looking that I'm like, wait a minute, is this a fun person or someone who's mentally off? You know, I had to like do some risk assessment and determine whether or not it was worth the potential yeah. of getting blocked. And I decided that it was and I just went for it. All right. What is happening? I don't check that email account. So if you're sending emails there, just know it's just going into one. the void. <laughs> um, okay, so I went to a friend's giving with my friends, as one does. Mm, I've never heard of friend's giving. The... Oh, I went to one. That's cool. What? I went to a friend's giving. <laughs> now, see, you're that's just in your phone, and then that's what happens. The whole thing falls apart. She's confused. <laughs> Talking to Chico. She's just reading shit on her phone. Okay, yeah. So what happened at your friend's giving? Okay, so I'm like half a bottle of wine in, and then my friend walks in with a pillowcase slung over his shoulder, and in it is a 14-foot-long python. Okay. So this python and I became best friends. And I have, like, 
50 selfies of me and this python on my phone, and I can't bring myself to delete any of them. Because in each one, the python's face looks just a little different. It's just a different angle that it, like makes it look more beautiful than the selfie before. You're, you're referring to the fact that I was telling people to delete their selfies today? Yes, and I can't. <sighs> I, you know those. what? Maybe that's not the set to go through, but I do think there's something very satisfying about deleting your selfies because there's something very shameful about posting <laughs> selfies. There's something where you know you're being self-involved <laughs> and something kind of vain or you're hoping you look like a model <laughs> Even though you know you don't, you're hoping like maybe this photo, I do look like a Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> Regardless, even the models posting selfie is just like it's it's just too much. Enough is enough. So yeah. my my game plan for America is everyone try to delete a bunch of your selfies off of social media. And I'll tell you this: when people post selfies, which everyone does, um, they listen i i think like i have specific feelings like i didn't delete some of mine where i was backstage before shows because i think that's an interesting time but uh -huh. when you're just doing it to try to look cute it doesn't matter where you are blah 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 then it's like kind of whack and i feel like you know in your heart when it's just kind of gross and like a lot of people that post them you see it and even if they look really hot like if it's say it's a guy they look hot you see it it's still a part of you is like you fucking pig you're just going for all the comments because guys do it too. There'll be all these athletes and like all these like singers and they put up a selfie and then all these girls are like, Oh my God, I'm going to fucking blow you. And like, and so it's like, you just see what everyone's doing. And it's like, you know, and also when you post selfies, more people like them, but I feel like that's what's so weird to me. Yeah. People really do yeah. like them like the numbers wise, but then it's like, I also can't help but feel that people hate them at the same time. It's a very compulsive thing to post. Um, mm. I'm but, too nervous to post a bunch of them. I'm we should, so <laughs> we should try to encourage a movement where you have two hands in all photos. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like called keeping america honest you throw up two peace signs or two thumbs ups and it means you're not doing a selfie you actually have a friend <laughs> or a tripod anyway um are you keeping that python no it, I've, it's not mine i wish mm. but i'm keeping the selfies because i feel like a good judge of whether or not you should keep selfies or not is if you'd be embarrassed if you're one of your friends was scrolling through your right. photos on your phone. Yeah. And like, I'm not That's embarrassed true. to scroll past 50 pictures of me in a and I would be humiliated. And first of all, I need you to know for me, <laughs> it's a real numbers game. The selfie, I have to take like 300 photos to find one or two that I like. Oh, yeah. And then I have to choose my filter of choice. That said, I think it would be an interesting experiment also um, for girls to post side by side an untouched photo and the one with their filter that they like, because frequently mm. I have a feeling that people would like the unfiltered ones better. Because I sent, Chico's holding up one that I put, see, but here I specifically captioned it and said, I'm, I, I made my face blown out white how I want it. So I'm addressing the fact that there's a filter on it. And, 
you know, whatever. And that it's about how I wish I looked. So I don't know. Yeah. Did you delete any of yours today? I deleted tons of them. I just said that. What are you I trying to say? <laughs> um, I don't know. I had a lot of them. Look, here's another thing. If you're the most comedians, you're on the road all the time. It's fucking boring as fuck. And it's lonely as fuck. And if you have low self-esteem that drives you to go into entertainment and you put a picture up and tons of people comment on it, it's very compulsive. It's very, there's a compulsion to it. And that's what I've been talking about. And I didn't say that I'm outside of it. I said that I'm a part of it and that I feel like we should all try to combat it. So anyways, thanks so much for this snake story. I, I, I don't know why anyone would like a snake. They're terrifying and they eat mice and gulps and stuff but I really need some water I feel like I'm dying <sighs> um, alright well listen um, on behalf of everyone here at Staples Center thank you so much we've done more than enough what a powerful sermon this has been we've learned a lot about ourselves each other friendship colleagues America photos um, and you know, we're, we're all on a path to grow, you know? Um, so, you know, everyone just keep in touch and, you know, hopefully we'll try to keep doing these podcasts, but it, you know, it takes a lot of time and it's something that, you know, on my downtime, I, my privacy and my quietude are really precious to me at this time. So, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's just me against the world, baby. In a way, though, I don't want to ever take you for granted and uh, your your listenership. And, uh, you know, I do appreciate you and I never want to disappoint. So in that sense. Thank you for your love. Anyway, I guess like what I'm really trying to say is that whole movement where people talk softly. It's called like R2-D2 or something. <laughs> Call from Maria. Hey, I'm a part of that movement on YouTube where everyone talks like really softly and like explains things to each other and it's like kind of whispery and it's called like R2D2 or ADHD or like whatever, it's something like that. And so I've just been trying to participate in it for the end of this call. They hung up on me, that's okay. Not everyone's down with the movement, but, you know, I most certainly am. And so thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope you feel really chilled out right now. You're sitting by a campfire, and you're just kind of warming your hands at the campfire. Your friend is beside you, someone you feel really comfortable talking to. And uh, you're just, like, getting ready to cook up some trout on the campfire and just, like, have a really nice time and so you're looking up at the stars and you know just thinking about how far away you are from everything and you just feel kind of grounded your feet are on the earth and you're just thinking I don't ever want to go back home this has been a boss ass camping trip <laughs>
Feral Audio, live. The first comedy special from Feral Audio. Two hours of stand-up and improv, hosted by Dan Harmon and Aaron McGaffey. Well, we are hosting it. Uh, I didn't know they made albums anymore. They sure do. They make them every day. Featuring an opening meditation by Duncan Trussell. How wonderful it is to be here tonight at the Feral Audio special album taping. Steve Agee. That's f***ing embarrassing. <laughs> Little Lester Pivitsky. This is a dorky-ass crowd. I like it. DJ Dugbound. Turn down for Doug. John Roy. I'd be like, I got a notebook full of jokes. And as soon as I learn to tell them without my hands shaking, I'll make as much money as a school teacher. <laughs> Melissa Stevens. This is going to get real graphic, and it's reported, so... And Brody Stevens. You got to be ready at a Brody show. You got to be ready. On sale now at feralaudio.com slash shop. Get a $5 audio download and an independently produced video special for just $10. Visit feralaudio.com to learn more. Live from Los Angeles, it's the Feral Audio.